Hey, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett for this day 25 of month one, 2024. It's so good to be with you, wherever you are, whatever you are, you wherever you find yourself. Now, now those two different things now, because you can be somewhere, but then you can find yourself somewhere. You, you can be in Dallas, Texas, but you can find yourself in the middle of the safari because you're just so uh, excited. And, and, and maybe you're doing that virtual work, you know, because, you know, we, we live in a society where you ain't got to work in the same place that you live. Yeah, can't you can't you can't you be excited about that? I've been thinking about that. Like, you know, I can live here in North, but I ain't got to work here. I can get on one of these little fancy schmancy computers and get me a job in Tokyo and maybe fly out there once a year or once a quarter or something and and look them people in the face and then, you know, shake the hands and turn around again and look at them back in the face. But this time I'm looking at them funny. Uh, I can do that. And uh, as I'm opening my watch and make sure everything, yeah, my watch was telling me, hey, you you didn't log us in today. Shout out to the Apple Watch. Uh, But wherever you are, Wherever you find yourself, we appreciate you. On behalf of the platform by which you've chosen to consume this, this here piece of business, we're thankful. And we're grateful that you do whatever is necessary to make sure you get these pieces of business each and every time they are released to the Internet. That right there is awesome sauce. And then sharing it with somebody. Make sure it's consensual. You know how we do. Make sure you're talking to people that like you. I know you like them, but make sure that that they reciprocate, that they really like you, especially as much as you like them. Yeah, we don't want nobody like giving you no charges. This person keeps sliding my DMs and he won't leave me alone. It's called it's called social media. What's going on here? It's called social media. Uh, Lost my train of thought because somebody just got an award. Um, It's called social media media uh i don't know i'm done i'm done <laughs> just just let it go social media stalking i don't know i don't know ss i don't know nonetheless we thank you for being here we thank you for doing as i said whatever's necessary to make sure you get these pieces bidding whether it's like whether it's follow whether it's ad that will ensure that will ensure that all you gotta do is pick up your phone and whoop there it is you know all right, we got some things to talk about today, some things to get into today. So let's, how about we just go ahead and, um, as they would say down in Miami, get uh, a two or two it. Mm-hmm. My friends, uh, as promised, I have a wonderful chat for you. I uh, spent some time yesterday. Day 24 of month one, so we're not confused about what yesterday means. Uh, in the state capital, the state capital of Virginia is Richmond. It's fascinating how they got that laid out. I don't know if, if well, I, I was trying to think, do they want me to tell you that? Like, but then again, it's, somebody's going to figure it out. Uh, you go to Richmond, you got these three different blocks which I, I don't know. I, I've been to Richmond. I went there uh, when I was in college. I was over at the TCC. And uh, they took us up there. At that time, uh, I think her name was 
I, I, well, I know her name, but I think she was a doctor. I think she had gotten her PhD or maybe she was working on it and, and she now has her PhD. I don't know which one I'm thinking about. Uh, nonetheless, I believe, I believe her name is Dr. Sarah DeCroce. Or it could just be Sarah DeCroce, but I believe she's a doctor now. Nonetheless, she was the president of Tidewater Community College at the time that I was uh, a student over there. And we uh, we went up there to, uh, they were lobbying. They were lobbying for funding for community colleges, more specifically uh, Tidewater Community College. Dr. DeCroce, again, I believe that's where she is. Uh was uh you know doing you know work in the room if you please trying to get some money out of the the legislatures or legislators uh, there the legislator is a person the legislature is the body you know what I'm saying? and uh so we went up there on a bus that took about what i don't know did it take a bus load or maybe take two bus loads might have been either one or two bus loads anyway it was somewhere between 50 to 100 people that uh, stormed uh, the state capitol. And I was looking at that building. As I just looked at the. Because the, you know you look at it on, online. If you were able to go. If you're able to go online. You can look at the state capitol. And you go. Oh. Huh, like a nice place. It feels powerful. And, mm. and you go look at it. In person here. The place is small. I mean, it look, it literally looks like a cubby hole. Like it's just it's got the two houses on each side, you know. But for real, it's just like you go in there and it's just it's a cubby hole. Doesn't do it. I don't remember being that way. Is what I'm trying to say. But it's fascinating because uh, from from my perspective of it, you got these three blocks. Uh, the first block is. Uh, where your local assembly is, the city of Richmond, uh, their city hall and the, the court system that uh, uh, feeds that particular section of, of this, the world or the state, if you please. Uh, or no, yeah, the state, because, you know, they're they're an independent city. So the city of Richmond, they got their own like down in Norfolk. You know, we got our city halls down there and then right next to it, you have the court building. And then on the other side, you have the jail. Uh, those three uh, wonderful complexes of the right there together. It's the same thing in, in Richmond. Uh, but then the next block right behind the city block is the state block. And that's where your. Uh, Virginia General Assembly meets. All their offices are in that particular building. Uh, the Capitol sits right there. And the governor's mansion is like this big old hill. And, and right on that hill, all that stuff's right up in there. The Capitol's on one side and the governor's mansion is on the other. And then when you cross off the hill, you look, you got the Supreme Court of Virginia. You got the U.S. Court of Appeals. So it's kind of like it's state or local state and then federal sitting just right there together in that little complex or in that little three block situation they got up there and that that was that was kind of the fascinating thing that that i gathered 
uh, from uh, that. Step fact that you know basically the capital sits on this hill, and you got to go in underground to get in, which is something that uh, we have to go back and explore because going in underground under this big old mountain is it's just just fascinating to me. Yes, I'm already. I'm just thinking about it. When can I get another trip up there? I mean, God, they, they charge you to park, my brothers and sisters. We need to talk about that because I, I get it. I get it. Y'all going to get that tourism money. But um, it, it's, it's I don't know if it's, 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 it's hmm, I guess it's one of those things where you have to budget that in. You have to you have to actually make this like a trip. You have to put that in your budget, your parking and and uh, some folk will say what well, I'm justifying that. But again, <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know I haven't I haven't thought that through is what I'm trying to say, but it's high to park up there so please be prepared to uh, to uh, that you're going you're going to make some investments as it pertains to that it might be good for you to get a little little conga line or something and uh, I don't even know where they will put the buses. Uh, that's but that's something that you would get if you get a tour, a tour bus. They they would they they know how they, they can handle all that. Yeah, yeah you ain't got to worry about that. But get you a little tour bus or something, and, and y'all just stormed the state capitol and uh, check things out a little bit. Everybody, everybody, everybody needs to do two things. I believe in my life, in their life, but I believe for me, this is my conviction that everybody needs to do two things. One. You need to understand how your local assembly works, how your city council, how your your school boards, how the administration or the setup of your city, who are all the departments, what they do. Everybody needs to know that. But the second thing everybody needs to know, everybody needs to put their eyes on their state capital, their state system. How does that work, too? Because your federal government is the big boy but the two that really and truly without question affects you is what happens in your state legislature and what happens in your city government your municipality so if you don't know how those two things operate you pretty much don't know what they're doing to you just just saying so today uh we had a little chat i had a little chat with uh uh, civil rights activist brother Roy Perry Bay I told you that was coming he's working on a case um, now where he is trying to get uh, the former president of the East States United some will call him 46 minus 1 trying to get him removed from the ballot here in Virginia uh, and so he's got a case that's going on up in Richmond where I had the privilege of going up and and kind of sitting in the background and 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 seeing what was seeing what was popping off up in there. Um, so he talks about that. He talks about a little bit about why he's fighting that case. He talks about some other things that that he's 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 working on. But we we tried to uh, uh, keep it to the case. Um, so I just want you to kind of know that when you're hearing it that it it. it Flies off a little bit, um, but the, the moral of the story is we wanted to be interested in the case and in those other little tidbits that we fly off on or flew off on, should I say, uh, can be seeds 
you know, it's like it's like a tree, you know, some leaves and some some uh, some little things falls off the tree, but you know, they get down and you know, they get planted, and something else pops up. So just put those in your back mind, in the back of your mind, not your front mind, your back mind. Put them back there, and and hold on to them, and we'll come back to those things in just a few moments. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, how are you doing over there? Uh, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, on behalf of No Copyright Sound, out here in these streets, empowering creators through No Copyright and royalty-free music. They're going to put something, something in 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 our faces uh you got something already over there uh you got a track for us uh, we're going to hear the full track but we're also going to take a moment of reflection and you have that track because you got the track with the beats and so the, the track's over here but the beats over here and then we can take that beat over here and we can kind of yeah uh-huh yeah that would that see 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 and as a matter of fact that's telling us right now that we got to get the business with that moment of reflection, shout out to the Apple Watches. I'm sure other ones might might have those options, but I don't know anything about anything other than them Apple Watches, the Samsungs, the Fitbits, and the Garmin's. And they they got some things going on with them. They they good they good devices. Uh, I just don't I, I haven't dabbled with them, uh, but uh, that Apple Watch gives you that mindful app, that time to reflect, that time to breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we need. Need to take a move. Everybody need to take two moments. One reflect and one to just sit there and breathe. We're gonna do both of those in, in our time together. Uh but first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna reflect on some things. We're gonna take a time for everybody need time. I told you, didn't I just tell you? Everybody need time for reflection. We're gonna take that right here. So go ahead and open that 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 uh get that thing open if you got the Apple Watch. If not, uh it's all right. We got uh, we got uh, our thing here, and uh, what we're gonna do is we're going to put about uh, two minutes on the clock. I think our track is a little bit longer than that, but we're gonna put two minutes on the clock, and uh, we're going to what we're reflecting about today. We're taking a moment to pause, of course. That's what we're doing. Uh, we're thinking. About a time when you were kind to someone who needed it. Recall how that felt. All right. All right. Let's get on in here. Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ is getting all settled in. That all that noise that we make it is us getting settled in our chair. And we're going to get to it to it. We're going to push the begin button right about now okay i think can i i can hear testing, you testing 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 yeah oh you're gonna have to you're gonna move it up to your mouth a little bit more up, up a little bit testing 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 there testing. you go there you right go. there right there right there so you can hear me now i can hear you perfectly so you just want me to talk yeah more. you just tell so, what's on your mind and we'll talk for like okay 20 something minutes okay so today no two hours though okay no today we're here on the capitol grounds and um uh, just kind of reflecting on our hearing today in the Trump ballot removal case uh, in circuit court here in the city of Richmond, Virginia. And um, the judge was so kind and fair as to now give us an opportunity 
uh, to come back before the court and put on evidence uh, uh, or the basis of removal of Donald John Trump from Virginia ballot. Oh. So uh, we're so thankful for that. And so now we get a chance to go back and pull that evidence together and have a full-blown hearing and trial uh, here in the state's capital in the circuit court. Uh -huh. Having said that, we're just so thankful and honored to have an attorney uh, today to show up in the case. Uh, uh, agreed at last minute after getting back from Las Vegas that uh, she would come and be so kind uh, to take our case. And uh, she was absolutely spectacular today as a 20-some year criminal prosecutor. So you're trying this as a criminal case? No, our attorney is a 20-some year criminal prosecutor. Okay. Uh, in the Commonwealth Attorney Office. She's worked in many different cities, but we're so honored to have her uh, because this side of the law is different from, you know, prosecuting people and locking people up. That, that's what I was wondering. This would mean, to me, constitutional law. And so she's a, you know, she's kind of in a whole new ballpark, I guess. I don't know. I mean, what do I know? No, no I mean, you, 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 you're touching right on the point. And what makes her skill set unique is that constitutional law is a part of criminal law because when you're dealing with a person's liberty, uh, you're dealing with, you know, due process, equal protection of the law. And so I see it as a, as a, uh, as a beautiful relationship where she understands the Constitution, she understands statutory construction, and, you know, having to prosecute people and taking in consideration whether you trample on their freedoms, you know, on their rights, she clearly understands why this is important. Uh, and couldn't be more fitting uh, to have her. Hmm. Um, she was a part of our case in the Virginia Supreme Court. They go to the governor's house right there. You want a picture right there, you don't, or you want to go over here? Yeah. Couldn't but. be more fitting to have a situation where you have um, an attorney with that degree of expertise and understand and also ran for office uh she ran for the commonwealth attorneys going here hold on one second let me let me all right so i we took a picture of the governor's mansion so now we oh this is a i want to get it here said we want equal education and this is why this is so important. I want you to get a little shot of me there if you can, or you just do recording. Is that all we're doing? Well, no, I can get a little shot of you, but yeah. uh, hold on one second. Let me. Uh... Reverend Francis Griffin, uh, when we there again talking about education and desegregation, desegregation of the public schools, this uh, right. is a beautiful situation. Now, now your, my grandma, you gonna, my grandma going out and got your picture. My grandmama told me that, that do not go up there with that man go to jail. Third good marshal. The legal system can force open doors and sometimes even knock down walls, but it cannot build bridges. That job belongs to you and me. Uh, and this is this is this is my mentor. Okay, all right. So now we have here Jur, Jur, uh, Justice Third Good Marshal. Yeah. Now, and, and read the 
the legal system can force open doors and sometimes even knock down walls, but it cannot build bridges. That job belongs to you and me. All and right. that's what I was talking about, why we do what we do. Uh -huh. And he used the job, the term job, as a description of having a calling uh -huh. and responding to that appropriately uh -huh. because that's what we're doing. Right. We're taking the legal system. Hold, hold on one second. All right, I done got that turned back on. And uh... So, yes, and that's what we're doing. We're knocking down these barriers. We're knocking down these strongholds that prohibit us from free and fair elections here in Virginia. And uh -huh. uh, because we have candidates, a candidate, Donald John Trump, who is ineligible under the Constitution, we have men trying to rationalize the interpretation who and what as it relates to Congress. So what can Congress do? The first question is, you want to walk around the front of the, yeah. yeah, and we can get the front of the right. General Assembly. So too. we ask, you know, what can Congress do? Congress has the authority to regulate uh, uh -huh. through legislation, but it cannot enlarge those rights or restrict those rights. Uh -huh. Who can it regulate? Uh -huh. Let's go back and look at, for an example, when it talked about public accommodation and it regulated both public and private and they had to come to the conclusion that Congress was not given that power to overextend. If you got a private club, you can have who you want there. Right. As long as you don't serve the public, you can discriminate. Uh -huh. This is why you had like week golf courses, only for white folks. This is why you had Scottish Rite, a Freemasonic, the white Masonic order of Albert Pike, the Ku Klux Klan. And they said in America, we have a right to our views and we have a right to our private club and we have a right to white supremacy. And that's what makes it the melting pot of America. Because then you had other groups that says, okay, well, we're white evangelicals. But when you had an organization called the Black Panther Party, you were targeted as public enemy number one. Y'all can't have a mile mile. You can't have a black power movement in America. You can't have a black organization in America. You can't vote. Uh -huh. And so now we have an individual who has been determined by Congress to have engaged in disloyalty against the United States. Uh -huh. So when you say insurrection or rebellion, as I was explaining today, that can be through armed resistance and armed conflict, or it can be advocating views to overthrow the government of the United States, to huh. go against the charter of the United States, which is what this criminal has done. Huh. Let's, uh, let's hold up. All right, so uh, you were talking about... Uh, uh, the, the tree planted... Well, you want to talk about the tree over here. Yeah, the tree planted on the, on the state's capital grounds uh -huh. um, that represents uh, my first grandson I lost, Keon, the sickle cell. Uh -huh. Children and adults with terminal illnesses all over the world. Uh -huh. And during the time when we planted this tree, my goddaughter, uh, Toshiba, which was Ida, I call her my godmother, uh, or she was the appointed one to me here uh -huh. on the earth, 
appointed. Uh, that's, that's a term that we don't hear too often. Yes, and so. What do you mean when you say appointed? Well, by God's grace. Oh, okay, all right. And uh, she was assigned to me. Okay. And, um, and so Toshiba had sickle cell, and during that time we planted the tree, we were fighting the insurance companies that did not define sickle cell anemia as a terminal illness. And so we went through that battle in the planting of the tree and then we start engaging uh, politically and the corporate entities uh, to recognize sickle cell anemia, which is now recognized as a terminal illness and a disability. Oh. And now they can get Social Security. Okay. Uh, before that time, they could not. Okay. And if they missed school, they failed because it wasn't considered a terminal illness or disability. So they couldn't, it wasn't considered an excuse that. Absolutely. Or okay. an excuse why you show up at the hospital, like I lost my grandson, his spleen exploded, which is very painful, uh -huh. when an asphyxiatic shark that killed him because of the terminal illness of this disease. And we were being treated when we show up even with, if you don't have the full-blown sickle cell, you have the trait, you show up because you're hurting, you need medication. Right. We were treated as drug addicts when we show up to get relief from the pain. Okay, okay. And so that was what this movement was all about because many of the organizations were just trying to raise a little money, trying to help families best they could. Uh, in many cases, they didn't have money to even help with burial costs. Right. Uh, families didn't have insurance or assurance. Okay. And so many families were grieved and could not, and was struggling to bury their lost child or their lost loved one. So, so I, I, I I tell people all the time when I when I introduce you, I said he moves faster than light and speed can't keep up. Glory. So what I mean by that is, you know, first we talk about Trump, now we talk about a tree. We don't want to confuse anybody. No, so, no, I mean, so. but you have that to be able to cut out however you want to do it. I just wanted, you know, since we were here, yeah, Trump is obviously that. That's uh, your main focus. We, yeah, we, yeah. If we want to come back. We can uh, definitely yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, and, and, and maybe do some real, real. Yeah. Yeah, focus yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, you got it. But so, yeah. So the so whole, we got it. We got it. Yeah. Got so it. so the whole idea of, of it is here today is getting a, an opportunity now. We did not get dismissed. Uh, we were not granted the preliminary injunction, but we weren't denied either. OK. We were given an opportunity to come back and put on evidence why there would be a need to remove him from the ballot under state law. So, so you have to help somebody understand because everybody doesn't, doesn't you know, uh, as I say, get off on constitutional law. So some folks might hear what you're saying, they don't understand it. And I'm not talking about uh, supporters, I'm just talking about people in general who just don't understand uh, when you hear the argument why you can't just let the voter vote him out. What is the point of actually investing time into removing him why do we have to do this well well to break it down so that average folk can understand we've seen that movie before we voted him out of office he lost an election and um and not only did he lose an election but he was also uh, disgraced uh, by the congress of the united states going out the door that he had engaged in adverse uh actions against the united states and the charter of the united states in other words he swore an oath in office, and he breached that oath through his disloyalty, and that kind of. Now you heard that. You heard that because some uh, our our attorney friend was saying some other things, 
uh, I don't remember the terms you said, but you wanted to keep them thinking disloyalty. Why do you want to keep that in the forefront? Because they always wrestle with who gets to decide and interpret what an insurrection is. Who gets to decide and interpret what a rebellion is? Um, and they said, well, you know, in one argument that comes from armed conflict, that you take up arms against the United States, weapons. Well, we saw that on January 6th. Uh -huh. So they say, well, he had nothing to do with that. That was just people doing what they want to do. But he was the one summoning them there. He was the one directed them to do that, to go there, to fight like hell. So it was his, it was his thing? It, yes. And that, that, that disloyalty, that incitement, that was not political speech. Uh -huh. That was not political theater. That was like, go down there and stop the transfer of power. Uh -huh. That is unconstitutional. For years, we've had peaceful transfer of power. He basically gave an order to a, to yes. a private army. Correct, correct. Okay. To private citizens and a private army, Proud Boys and others, uh -huh. to go down there and prevent the transfer of power to keep me in power. Uh -huh. So that violated also the constitution of the peaceful transfer of power okay. from one administration to another. Right. Now, that's, that's one act. Right. Then he said in the White House that he didn't lose the election, that he won the election. Uh -huh. Well, you can only run two terms as president right. successively in the White House, right? right? In the United States. So if you won the election, and even if you base it on a lie, which he did. So basically he's already did his term. Correct. He's, he's prohibited. So now you got to make him prove that he didn't do his term. No. Which will no. ultimately make him a liar. No, no. Oh. He already did that because he made the pronouncement in the Oval Office as president. When a president speaks, that is just not something he's saying. Uh -huh. He's in his official capacity saying, I won the election. Right. Okay. So that pronouncement under the 26th Amendment, I believe it is, that then prohibits him from running again, even if we wanted to say it theoretically, like people says, well, he was just talking. No, that was a pronouncement. You remember when he said after the, the stolen documents that he could think declassification and just declassify everything just at a thought? Mm. That's what he said. Okay. That he could just speak it, and when the president does it, it's not illegal. Right. That's what he said. Right. So, therefore, if you take him at his word that he made a pronouncement, that pronouncement becomes a decree, That's if you law. will. That's law. Right. And so you got that in addition to you got the violence, uprising, and resistance. And he's sitting there watching at the monitor while people are getting the hell beat out of them, veterans and police officers uh -huh. and, and just average folk that are trying to protect and serve this country under the Constitution. Uh -huh. You got a guy up there adverse to the Constitution, disloyal to the Constitution, and then you say, well, let the voters decide. We already did that. Okay. See, we already did that. We've seen that movie. Right. Now, here's the problem when people say that that is political and you ought to let the voters decide, something uh -huh. that we've already done. Right, right. Here's what makes that intellectually absurd. Okay. Okay. And I don't want to tell you, but you, you, you're very vocal, but these things are very... Uh, I understand. I don't want to bleed nobody's ears, no. so that's why we got to calm okay. our voice okay. down a little bit. So, so what makes Not it, you, because right. I don't want to tell you, I'm telling you to calm down. But right, these, right. So what makes it absurd is on this wise. Uh-huh. He ran, uh -huh. he won office, he ran, uh -huh. and he lost office. Right. We've, been, we've seen that movie. Right. We, we ain't we, got time for a rerun. Right. We beat it at the ballot box. Right. Right. Now... Now the situation is of such that when they say, why do this? Because the law and the Constitution allows you to do it. Uh -huh. See, every time people begin to tell you 
No, but for this. How, how are you? No, you did. No, but for this. No, let's don't do this and let's do that. What they're telling you is unconstitutional and unlawful because what they're suggesting is the law don't matter. Why is the law there? Right. Why right. are statutes there? Right. They're right. there to be enforced. Right. We're government of laws. So if the statute allows for you to take legal action where it is required, right. you have a duty under the Constitution and the law to do that. Right, right. You, matter of fact, I'll put it this way. You have a right to do it. Right. So for somebody to tell you you should not be exercising the right that you have in America under the body of statutes and law and the Constitution, what are they telling you? What are they saying to you? Hmm. They're telling you, why don't you prefer this method when you got both methods? Do what I tell you to do, not what you believe you can do. All right. See? I got it. See? I got it. We can walk around and we can get out of here. Cause I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let, let's, let's get this. All right. So uh, we, we can so, get out of here. So, so you have the law and uh -huh. you have the Constitution. And that's why you have three branches of government. Okay. You have the executive, uh -huh. the legislative, and uh -huh. the judicial branch of government. Yeah, Supreme Court right over there. Yeah. So and each, oh yeah, each, 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 yeah, each operate, each operate independently mm -hmm. to ensure that separation of power uh -huh. and sovereignty, what? Under the Constitution, uh -huh. under the law. Uh -huh. Now, with that being said, when people suggest let the voters decide, as I said, tell them we already made that decision. Uh-huh. Huh? Now, had the Congress, and they had not breached the Capitol and beat the hell out of people, try to go assassinate the vice president, his wife and children, his family, and the Congress had to have a, a, a summon a committee to investigate, review, and make a criminal referral by which, let me remind you, this man has four indictments, 91 felonies counts. Weren't you the one that said these people were the one that went and smeared shit all over the Capitol building? and all? <laughs> Those he directed. Uh-huh. Now, here's the situation. There yeah. are people saying, well, if he's convicted, I'll, still, I'll pardon him, I'll vote for him. What? How can you well, do that? Well, if, if you're going to excuse criminal conduct in America, why don't you open the whole damn prison house then? No, I can't do that. See? Your cousin in there. See? So if you can justify that kind of rationale, just open all the damn prison houses. Then I just tell your cousin in there. Right? So what do we need laws for if you tell the American people that you have a right under the law, but that you should suspend the law or you should suspend the Constitution because somebody's got an opinion and they got a right under the Constitution, like you have a right, uh -huh. but their right, their view trumps yours because they say so. Right. You're going to get hit by the bus. No, they ain't going to hit us, brother. Yeah. So this is, this is why other nations around the world are upset with America because of the goddamn hypocrisy of it. See? Like I say. You didn't know that was in the tagline, home of the brave, land of the hypocrites? Watch, watch this. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I thought you knew that. Yeah. But who, but who gets to decide who the free and the brave is? <laughs> I know who the hypocrite is. <laughs> you see? How are you good, sir? You see? 
so yes. so this 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 comes down to like they always say mm -hmm. a matter of interpretation of course well it no it comes down to who's doing the interpreting well because they don't give a damn about the interpretation as long as you don't do it of course and as long as they say they get the call it's on their call and their watch like the white evangelicals and others and white now why you gotta others. keep bothering jerry farwell that man dead leave him alone see but he throwed millions of dollars behind this criminal initially uh, that was the son took the church took the church down that path well he co-signed it he set the corporation up <laughs> <laughs> Let that man rest in hell. But, I'm sorry, peace. But, I'm sorry. <laughs> but but he set it up. Uh -huh. So we got a situation now where people telling us suspend the law, suspend the constitution, it don't matter. Let's do it at the ballot box. We're gonna do and I have said this. We're gonna do it in the courthouse and we're gonna do it in the ballot box. So Whatever you wanna fight to two sides. Wherever the law allows for it, uh-huh, that's what we gonna do. All right. Hold on, because now we're fighting the ballot box and the, because what? And we're fighting both the ballot box and the legal system, uh -huh. the law, uh -huh. using the law because the Constitution allows for that. Uh -huh. And therefore, we have an inherited right to it. Okay. All right. I'm going to let the gentle lady back. How are oh, you? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, you working. We just sitting here yapping. Mm -hmm. so, so we got a constitutional right is what you're saying. We have a constitutional right as a matter of law uh -huh. and as a matter of law under the statutory construction of the law uh -huh. to for redress of our grievances uh -huh. in the judicial system uh -huh. at the ballot box uh -huh. at congress right see and so you have people telling us don't exercise this right and don't exercise that one just exercise this one uh -huh. these are the same people that says you can't trust elections that one elections under the same system uh-huh but they talk about integrity in elections Yet they got reelected under the same system. So if we got an integrity problem, uh -huh. if you follow their rationale, uh -huh. then we should just suspend all elections because they're all illegitimate. Mm. So, so we talk about illegitimate elections now. Yes. So, so where are we? Where are we? Just, just tell me, put the key bosh on so, it. So, so basically in summary, the same people who are advocating that you can't trust elections, that uh, election integrity is on is at stake. Uh, the elections are not secure. Many of these same people, and when you look at it, Iowa, where they were putting counting uh, the votes and, and the little gathering there uh, in, in in cracker jack boxes. Wait, huh? Wait, popcorn, say, wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 popcorn about? buckets. In I'm about Iowa. to say like your cousin said. What you talking about, Willis? Right. So these people in Iowa, what you just watched, were getting together, putting their count in brown bags and popcorn boxes. How can they do that? I just said, they're the ones who determine what integrity in elections are. Uh -huh, now, uh -huh. imagine if we try to run an election like that now in Virginia, for an example, uh -huh. with popcorn boxes and brown bags. And then we're going to personally hand count. We ain't using machine count no more. We ain't using electronic no more. And a black man's on the ballot. Come on now. All right. So how then can you trust anything that a people who would engage in such activity have any credibility to define what the integrity of elections are. Huh. Now, these are the same people who came out in mass, but we know a majority of them did not come out in Iowa and vote mm -hmm. because they weren't going to participate in that kind of ragged system and they weren't going to back someone 
who threatens the integrity of our elections and our constitution. Who's a so who didn't threat. do what? Many in Iowa did not come out and vote for Trump and did not come out and show. As oh. a matter of fact, the ones that did voted against him. Oh, wow. So how did he win? Well, those white evangelicals and those whites who came, the little group in mass that did, what they call them, stunts, mega supporters, or those MAGA. who, yeah, who, yeah, who, yeah. who say that they are only going to vote for him and they, they want a WWE kind of election in, in the United States. A want a who? A WWE, a clown show. That's what oh, they call oh, an election. Oh, 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 now you talk about Vincent Mann. Okay, no, cool. Yeah, right. that's, that's, that's a Trumpster two friend with his, you know, this, this guy won't even go down that path on him yet. But just the mere fact that you got people that try to justify what they do uh -huh. as an election uh -huh. and tell us what the integrity of an election is right. and what it is not. Uh-huh raises a serious question to us okay so <laughs> i had to pause for a minute yeah uh-huh uh-huh so you need your blood pressure pills yeah I, I, we, let's stay right here for a minute i'm yeah. almost like what what, what uh, marvin gay was gonna do was get, he was getting a get yeah, blood pressure yeah, cup yeah, on yeah, him and it yeah, pop. yeah 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 that's so, how every time me and my buddies go down the street yeah so we got a situation here now that the very people who are telling us that the election was stolen even when they recognized we had the most secure and fair election mm -hmm. and president biden won by more than seven million votes uh -huh. and because people voted uh -huh. and other ethnic and racial minorities voted for this legitimate president that's legitimately in the white house that is legitimately recognized by nations all over the world uh -huh. and you got people saying he's illegitimate and that's what you're fighting about. Yes. Right. This is to be able to say, listen, you're lost. Uh -huh. The Constitution requires a transfer of power. Get over it. That's you're it. You're lost. Plain and simple. So I got a right to run again. Oh, no, plain and simple. Just get over it. Get over it. But I got a right to run again. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But you got a couple of problems here. You engage in disloyalty against the United States, the Charter of the United States, and it was determined as such through the January 6th committee that went so far as to make a criminal referral to the Department of Justice by which you're now standing trial for criminal activity. So all you need to tell the people, because we ain't talking constitutionalists on this. They don't know right. that. They ain't that smart. Well, I, I ain't trying to say they're dumb, but they ain't that smart. Right. Just get over it. Get over it. That's it. Get over it. Plain simple. In the no, discussion. In the discussion. <laughs> See, you, you, you need Lord to stop with these women. Lord just, have mercy. Just, 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 let me go. I'm, I'm a married man. I got to go. I got, I got to, I got to, I got to go. I got to go. So I, I want to continue because I told you I was going to take the whole week to make this call as it, it just. Let me know. That was that tweet going off. It was. It wasn't a tweet. It was more of a. I mean, you heard it, but it, it let me know that we reached the hour, or we're drawing close to it. Wherever you are, um, we don't want to waste your time. Thank you for being with us. Um, I I wanted to continue with um, this conversation I'm having about uh, the trail. And and I want to continue 
on why I believe, or in this particular point in time, why I believe is important to look at it from an unbiased perspective. Now, uh, it's connected. This conversation is to uh, our talking about uh, in here in here in Norfolk, should I say the trail, but it's not really dealing in that. I'm, I'm not interested in, in having a, a, you know, I, I just put the trail to the side. I'm trying to say uh, the reason why I say everyone should understand earlier. I said you should understand how your your local and your uh, regional uh, government works is because you can find or you will find in many cases that it is extremely lopsided. It's extremely lopsided because it's at the mercy of people and being at the mercy of people. Uh, for example, here in Norfolk, you have all these boards and these boards and authorities and commissions and so forth. They need people. That's how you can make sure that the government is running is 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 healthy. Yeah, that's the word I want is by having it stacked with people. But the problem is when you can't find the people, you almost got to accept anybody you get. And what do you have to accept? Folks who are biased. They're only there because they like a particular organization or they like a particular idea. For instance, I sit on the bike pedestrian and active transportation board. And there's a possibility that most folks who sit on that board like biking. Okay, I have a problem with that. You can like to ride your bike. But what about the folks who don't like riding bikes? What about the folks who are directly affected, who will be directly infected? I think that's a key term that we have to focus on here. Infection. Policy infects people's lives. It does not necessarily affect. It infects. When you put, uh, when you get a cold, it is an infection. It poisons you negatively. And some of the policies that we put in place within our municipalities, within our state, even within our national government, for that matter, our global system, go ahead and add them in there. It can negatively poison the psyche the mind, the mentality, the, the way of living uh, that people are accustomed to. So, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck on this infection. How are we infecting our communities? And the second part is you can like whatever you want. This is America. It's a free country. You have the free, you're a citizen. Red and yellow, black and white, all precious. But we have to make certain that all precious is just that all precious. And so you're going to, uh, and I'm just talking like we're, we're having a conversation. You and I are in a room, right? You're going to believe what you're going to believe. And I'm going to believe what I'm going to believe. And just like you have the right sticking to our, our biking community, because not to pick on them, but just because we, we just want to have something to point to. So we don't get confused. Uh, the biking people are going to support the bikes. Cool. No problem. But be okay that I don't like it. Be okay that I don't want it. 
And so now you got a group of people who want something versus a group of people who don't. Okay, cool. So now what do we do? We're going to sit down and we're going to hear why you want it. And then I would respect and expect that you will listen to why I don't. And then we take those two positions and we put them all in a nice little blender, shred them all up, and we see what comes out. Because what's going to come out of that is a dilution of everything you want and everything I want. And now we're going to get a nice little sauce. And that nice little sauce is what you call the center line. What we can agree on. It's not everything you want. It's not everything I want. And so where I get this frustration and this anger, and I don't even know if it's frustration, anger, because you, you, you mean, you know, it's America. You, 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 you can, I mean, people are allowed to go out and rally folks to their side. That's cool. That's cool. I'm not mad. People think I'm mad at the biking community or I'm mad at the, the trail community, anything like that. I'm not angry at anybody. You are doing what appeals to whatever your agenda is. God bless you. Please. It's America. You can do it. The problem is there are a group of people who do not have the same amount of power to compete. The people who do not want it, who are what for whatever reason opposing it. They do not have, they do not have the power to compete against you. They don't have the power to, to get that argument of opposition to the same level as you. So we can put it in the blender and get that good sauce. And that's where I, my, my, I don't want to say my frustration, but that's where my thought process is. Let, let's get, let's get everybody at the table. Let's make sure everybody is heard. And then again, put it in the blender, mix it all up. We're going to get that good sauce. Now, folks will say, well, Eric Barrett, he, he hates the trail and, and he hates biking. And he hates this. But, but you see, you, you don't hear Eric Barrett feels sometimes like a man without a country. Because Eric Barrett goes back to his own community and say, look, here, we got to give these people something. You can't just go out there and tell them no. That's not how democracy works. I don't want nothing. That, no, 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 no. That's not the answer. The answer is, what are your grievances? And, and this is what I tell to my own people. For folks who think that I'm just anti everything. No. We're trying to find the center line where we all agree. I'm still answering calls about why I quit a trail, who got hurt, who you mad at. Boy, please, dude, I'm damn near 40 years old. I ain't got time to be sitting here fucking around with people's personalities. This is about making sure we are balancing the scale and my being removed from the trail, my personal removal. I wasn't fired. I wasn't forced out. I personally removed myself from the trail for one reason and one reason only to be a voice to balance the scale. That's it. I can't sit on the board of people who have an agenda to push something forward 
And then I'm trying to balance it. That's not fair to them. Their organization is running the way their organization should run. And and they have the right to sit there and spend their time in their meetings, whether it's their DEI, whether they're marketing, whether they're planning, whatever they got over there. They're allowed to sit there and focus solely on how to better their agenda. And I am okay with that. But what about the other side? What about people who have opposition? What about people who have concerns? What about the people who have problems? Who, who, who do they organize with? Who do they focus on? It's, 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 it's building a strong democracy. That's what we're working on here. So let's put the personalities to bed. Put your little feelings in your purse. Ain't nobody got time for that. We're trying to make sure everybody is included here. Hmm? So, again, I say you should know what's going on in your city. You should know how your state operates. You should know the players. Go to the city of Norfolk website for all of you who live around here. Go to your local website, wherever that may be, whether it's RVA, whether it's uh, Norva up there in the Nova area, northern Virginia. Could be out there in, in, in uh, Sacramento or Dallas. Go see who go see not just who the mayor is. Do you even know who your mayor is? What is his views? What he stand for? Now, in Norfolk, I, I can almost uh, give you a pass because sometimes the mayor don't talk. He, he just he does good speeches. But but unless you get to know him, you, you probably wouldn't know what his views are. And that's one of the things that I that I advocate for as it pertains to him. Is that can we can we hear who you are? Can we hear what you're about? Tell us what you're doing. Not not that we want to oppose it, at least not for me. I'm not trying to oppose the man. I ain't trying to kill him. Uh, and, and I mean, when I say kill him, I mean politically. Get your mind right. But uh, I just want to know who you are. So I know what I'm dealing with. So I know what, what I'm voting for. And, and for me, I'm going to support the man. But I just want to know what I'm supporting. Partially because I, I know his background. I, I know a little bit about his history. I, I know a little bit about what where, where he's trying to move the city. And, 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 and to some degree, it makes sense to me. I'm okay with that. But but we need to we need to make sure everybody know. So so I would like to take that and say, and I think that is a healthy re- request. Say, Mr. Mayor, can you do a weekly? I mean, I, I think he's doing social media now. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and beat him up. Because I don't, I see him on, on the TikToks and, and I don't TikTok on the Instagram and he's got his posts and things and stuff. Um, so, but, but I'm, I'm pushing for the mayor here to do maybe a weekly, uh, YouTube video, a weekly podcast or something. Uh, we got some calls out to try to, try to just, just one subject of his choosing. Say, this is what, this is where my, my vision is on this particular subject. And just sit down and, and just have that about 10, 15 minutes. Not nothing. Just let the people hear you. Maybe answer one or two questions. Not something that's going to kill him. Again, politically. There is a thing called political assassination. Y'all did that to Nixon. No, not, what was I going to say? Nixon? Who's Nixon? Nixon. That was a political assassination. You know, old uh, Bill Clinton was a political assassination. He survived it, but it was a political assassination. Donald Trump is a political assassination. There is things called political killings. So get your mind right. Anybody trying to talk about 
physically knocking off the mayor. Get your mind right. Jesus. Lord have mercy. <sighs> I think this is a good time to take a little breath. A little breather here. Uh, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ. Because this watch is going to go off in a minute. Talk about my blood pressure's up. You know how it is. So we're going to take a little breather here. Open that, open that Apple Watch again. Set that breathing app up. And uh, Mr. DJ, Madam DJ, non-binary DJ, on behalf of No Copyright Sound, out here again, empowering creators through royalty-free and No Copyright Sound. It's got a little track. Now, we heard, when we did our moment of reflection, we heard the beat to this track. Now, we're going to actually hear the track with the words and everything. And and for those of you who say, well, uh, how can I listen to this track while I'm trying to breathe? It's supposed to, it, it, it was a great time. You ain't never heard this song before. Unless you, if you have, then great. Hear the words. Hear what he's saying. What they're saying. Uh-huh. It ain't just about beats. It's about the message and the music. All right, Mr. DJ, ma'am, DJ, non-binary DJ, I'm ready to do my breathing. I got my thing set here. I'm going to hit this mindful app. I'm going to go over here and put two minutes on the clock. And uh, we're going to breathe right about now. I didn't want to see you when you came home Cause you always try to hurt me and that's so low and When I talk to you about it, you're in defense mode Whoa, oh, oh, oh. How can we work on ourselves when you say no? Whoa, oh, oh. I'll never go on like this, so don't you think you got me?
don't you feel better if you just just sat there and because these conversations, let me, let me tell you something, even, even to the people who are angry with me. Let me tell you something. Calm your nerves. When I tell you, get your feelings out of it, that's not a shot. That's just get your feelings out of it. Let's look at this objectively. I know what you want. And, and I am not your enemy. You are not my enemy. We're just people who are trying to find what works for everybody. That's what this is. So we don't want to go and get all into the political drag of it. Where you got to sling mud at me and I got to sling mud at you. We don't want to do that. No, no, no. We don't want to go get nasty. Let's not do that. That, that that's a spirit that that wants to creep up. Oh, you coming for me? I got you, motherfucker. I got you. Fuck you. See 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 that that that's the part that we don't want to be. Cuz see somebody's going See 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 when you get into that spirit, that's what that's when murder happens. I'm not talking about political. I'm talking about real. Because somebody is going to get got. And I'm not trying to say a threat. I'm not trying to to make a prophecy. I'm just trying to say that feeling doesn't end well. You don't push people and think they're not going to respond. They're going to kick your teeth down your throat. I, 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 I am not, nor do I ever claim to have come from the projects. But I do know that my grandmama has a little hood in them. I do know that my granddaddy sang. I do know that my great grandpapa carried a gun on his side because he'll blow your brains out just because you looked at him wrong. I know my uncle will cuss you out just because he's got a tongue. So I understand the the heritage by which I come from, the, the, that I am a product of my environment. And to some degree, it is easy to go there. It is easy to just be a pure nigger. I'm just going to tell you like that. I don't want to be that guy. There's a lot of people who don't want to be that guy or that girl. And so by by looking at this objectively, it, it works to not push people to extreme measures to where they feel they feel like the only option they have is to come out and fight. We don't want to do that. No, we're better than that. We're better than that. We're grown people. We're, many of us are college educated. Some of us are well learned, even if we did not get a piece of paper that's got some signatures on it to certify that we knew something. So we want to we want to operate like that. We want to be a healthy community that looks at everybody, respects everybody, understands everybody, and seeks to make sure everybody feels like they belong in their city. No, everybody's not going to get what they want. But at least we can say, you know what? It might not have been what I wanted, but I can live with that. I can live with that. That is my that is my hope. That is my goal. That is my mission statement. Hmm? Sound like a good one to you? <sighs> I hope so. I really do. All right, let's get out of your hair. Um, I thank you. I do. I thank you for listening. Whatever your reasoning is, I appreciate you. I hope you just heard me all the way through. And um, and then you go talk about it. Go share it with your friends and your family because you care. You do. 
people say they don't care yeah they do they care about what matters to them they care you care about your friends and your family you share with your community and I appreciate you for that that's why I want to go and share with mine that's why I want to go and care for mine that's why we gotta in some ways be on opposing sides because we all care and most importantly the most important part of all this is the men and the women who lace up the uniform not just of these states united but civilized and uncivilized nations all over this world we're praying for them our thoughts are with them huh how about we do this again you down for that lord willing and that damn crick you got to god bless that damn crick you understand what i'm saying that crick be mm, that crick till next time for me and mine unto you and yours laters